0: Hey everybody, today's episode is brought to you by the movie Dear Dictator. Hey, have you ever heard of the new movie Dear Dictator? It's a comedy starring Michael Caine, Katie Holmes, Seth Green, and Jason Biggs. Michael Caine plays an Anton Vincent, the dictator of an island nation who becomes a pen pal with an American teenager named Tatiana, played by Olda Rush from Ladybird. When political turmoil forces Anton to flee, he seeks refuge in Tatiana's garage in the suburbs and teaches her how to start a revolution to overthrow the mean girls in her high school. Naturally, mayhem ensues. You can watch Dear Dictator on DVD or on iTunes. And please enjoy today's episode. If you want to check us out on all of our social media platforms, on Twitter at Tinfoil Hat Cast, on Instagram at Tinfoil Hat Pod,
1: or All T shirts dot com, email us at Tinfoil Hat at Gmail dot com. Foil Hat Global controls will have to be imposed, and a world governing body. Created to enforce them. Welcome
0: to Tinfoil Hat. We we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Eric. You just blew my mind. Welcome to tinfoil hat, you know who we are, you know what we're here to do. We're here to open minds. Save the world! Hello. I don't know if we're gonna do any of that, but thank you guys for all the love that you guys have been showing us. Our numbers grow, all things comedy loves us and we love them and we're very blessed to have some of the most passionate, loving fans out there. Your passion fuels the show to make us work harder and put on better, uh, better and better shows. Uh, we record two great ones recently. We got this one and we got another one. And it's all the the, the best stuff out there uh, in the world of conspiracies. Yeah, now, you guys fuel us, man. You're getting that passion going. So you keep get, it coming in. All those ideas. Everybody's talking about the show. I mean, just within LA, I walk around and everybody's like, I listen to your podcast. I listen to your podcast. I listen to your podcast. I'm hooked on the podcast. So it's great. We are learning together. I am learning all this as we go and it's really fun to uh you know and your passion is exciting some of you guys come in here and you just start dropping like some you know (laughs) rude shit and i don't know why but it's fun but the most of you guys are really coming with passion you're helping us um we've just added a booker to the show which we're very excited about because we got we're inundated with so many emails that we had to bring on our friend Ali to help us book it so we're gonna see how she does and we'll go from there but the big show is june 1st we keep talking about it june 1st Cobb's comedy club in san francisco uh the tickets are do- we're doing pretty well but we want to sell this out we want to go all around the world. So if you're ever looking to go to San Francisco or go on a trip, join us June 1st. Now's the time. In com- At Cobb's Comedy Club. Now, here's the thing. Go to the official website. Do not just click on anything because you'll go to these third-party tickets, and they're going to jack you for cash. And they're going to steal your identity and sell it to Russian bots. Russian bo- Putin's going to have your number, homeboy, okay? So we want you to go. You go to Cobb'sComedyClub.com. Tickets are 20 to 25 bucks. Don't go anything more than that. That's what we need, man. We're not trying to pry, We're not Hamilton, okay? So get in that. Then we got Sacramento, which is June 2nd, the punchline. Go to punchlinesac.com. Get those tickets. Those tickets are selling quicker than the uh, San Francisco ones. Hey, they love us in Sacktown. Well, yeah? well Sacktown's one of my favorite cities to go to perform. So go check it out. Uh, we have so many t shirts coming out. Ryan's been doing a really great job. Go to t shirts.com. Grab those t shirts. It's a great way to support the show. And if you can't do that, support the Patreon. Two dollar, three dollar, five dollars. And I know everybody's hitting you up for cash. So that's why we do the two dollar. You get the you get one or two episodes a week usually one with a little video I put out and it's a great way to support the show. It helps Ryan and I free up from doing other stuff so we can focus on growing the empire that is tinfoil hat. That's so awesome. go check that out and give us those five star reviews. We're doing great with that. We're in the top 100 every week and we're going, you know, our goals get top 20. So hopefully with you guys, we can make that happen because that allows us uh, to have a little collateral to uh, expand the show and come to where you are—Washington, Canada, uh, you know, Florida, Texas—where I get hit up all the time. Mm-hmm. Once we have the market for that, we're going to come, bring the truth to you guys, and have fun. Now, without a doubt, we're on somebody's radar. Oh yeah. I mean, just getting out the last episode with T-Max. I mean, it was—I it, felt like Frodo trying to find the Ring, to end all rings. I mean, the thing we had to go through, I had to go to Denny's, that didn't work, I had to go to another one, just couldn't get out, I had to go way late in the night to put it up, to finally get it out, the uh, the computer was all jacked, so I know you guys are listening, shout out to all those CIA, NSA, and FBI people listening, we know you're doing your job, just why can't you love democracy, okay, don't take it personal, alright, it's just all love, and with that, Let's bring in our guest, man. Do you, know, you want to introduce our
1: guest? Yeah, you guys have been asking for her to come back for a while. You guys have even sent us some kibble, hoping that it would uh, attract her. So all the way from the white Let me do north. my impression. Okay.
0: Please welcome to the show, the truth cat. <laughs> Hi. How was my Hello. impression of you? Well, that was my impression <laughs> of the truth. Welcome to the truth
1: factory. You're the nicest person we get on. We usually get a lot of crazy people. So it's good to have a little fresh of breath uh, normalcy.
2: Oh, you think I'm nice? That's great. Yeah.
1: You're
0: Canadian.
1: Even your nice even your mean is nice. Yeah, your serial that's killers true. probably apologize as they're stabbing.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. So sorry. Can- the most conservative Canadian is probably a liberal in the United States. Shout out to your dog. shout out to your dogs. What do you got? Sorry,
2: my 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 door rang and my dog started barking. Oh, no, yeah, that's the cat fine. owns the dog. The cat
1: owns the <laughs> dog. So what's the truth cat been up to? How how's uh How's the internet been treating you there? I'm surprised you haven't been torn off YouTube yet.
2: Uh, it's, it's good. I, I think YouTube kind of stifles a lot of us on there um, by demonetizing us. So when they do that, they don't uh, support our videos the same way that other people's gets uh, pushed around. But I'm almost at 50,000 subscribers. No, now.
0: your Ooh. show is great. I've turned it on to a lot of people. I, uh, I love your uh, research. You know, I don't. We don't. I don't necessarily always agree with every point of view, but that's fine. That's life. We talk about that on the show. Just because we don't agree on everything all the time doesn't mean you know we shouldn't join forces and work together on getting the truth out there. You do a wonderful job. I've turned you on. I've turned your stuff on. You turned to, me on. Ooh. Okay, yeah. I knew that came out bad, but I've uh, I, 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 I've I've uh, passed your stuff on to all my friends, and they all really enjoy it. Now, are you having a problem with YouTube like hiding your videos? Like, uh, we do that a lot. A friend of mine was telling me about that, about how, like, I'll get some videos that we'll get, like, hey, 20,000 views, and then I'll get a video that gets, like, 5,000 views, and I'm like, what is going on? It's on the same feed, and he says certain words mm-hmm. make them want to hide your video. They're like toggles.
1: Back in the day when you'd say certain words into the phone systems, uh, if you said too many, I'm not going to say it right now, I'm afraid it might even work on podcasts, but eventually you would toggle enough switch, and now you're definitely being listened to.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, that was the whole thing with the uh, if you bought the pale horse, you got flagged. Yeah. Behold the pale horse. I When I first moved to L.A., there was this gay black guy that used to walk at night, and I would always see him because I couldn't sleep in my, my weekly and because they thought I was a gay hooker mm-hmm. because it was so hot. I would just walk there, and I got kicked out and uh, he, he gave me the book he's like hey dude you should read this book you know if you buy it you get flagged so I just he just gave it to me and ever since then it's been interesting so have you found that with your uh, podcast are you getting uh, are your videos getting hidden are you very um, particular about your titles
2: Well, it it seems like there is an issue with that. And I even have subscribers tell me, oh, I haven't seen any uploads from you in in months. And then they go and look and and there they are. So they might not be getting um, that in their feed. Everything works on an algorithm with YouTube, right? So if you put in like Donald Trump in in your tags or anything that's uh, pro-Second Amendment or even uh, pro-First Amendment, uh, it it seems to be hidden or not as... uh, uh, m- not marketed as promoted well-liked. promoted
0: promoted because you promoted, know that's the word things through you. the through the tags you you get into that side bar where oh, suggestions if you like this, you like these videos, and if you have certain things in there, like we just put cannabis in, in the cannabis video mm-hmm. did really well on our 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 podcast feed, but the YouTube video got like a third of the other videos and it's just like because the word cannabis. And now they're trying to hit me with age restrictions. (laughs) I did this thing called twerking in politics, and it's just literally dancing. It's meant to be like idiocracy of news. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, they, they keep trying to hit me with age restrictions. And I'm like, it's just dancing. There's no nudity. There's no even foul language. It's just literally dancing. And they're trying to do whatever they can to control the message, which I think ultimately will... Be YouTube's downfall. And you know, it's weird. I bet you
1: it's dancing of like, you know, sexy women of age. If there were just kids dancing, which I don't know why Sam Tripley would post a video of just he children wouldn't. dancing, <laughs> he wouldn't. That would still stay on. Isn't and that that's weird? creepier to me than just some. But dunk dropping it, you know, so. I,
2: I think it's because we're alternative news as well, and the mainstream media has a huge handle on YouTube right now, and they're trying to control what alternative news is being pushed out. They're trying to get, like, Wikipedia tags. I think those are even up now on certain videos where if you say something contrary to what Wikipedia says, there will be a little blurb underneath.
0: Oh, man. I saw your video that you did on the... Uh, defamation league and their AI how scary is that and what is up with I mean like is this basically to control the narrative when it comes to Israel do you think that's what that is absolutely absolutely
2: it is that's that's who the ADL works for it's like in my in maybe I'm going a little conspiracy theory here but in my mind they are part of the Mossad for
0: sure for sure, dude, and that is the deep state. We got the CIA, the FBI, Mossad, MI6, right? That is that is the the four horsemen of the, the cabal. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That do the bidding of the uh, in, international bankers, and that isn't anti-Semitism. Th- those are code words that are used to get you not to talk about it. And this isn't my my again. I say it all the time. And we're going to get pounded on in the comments, but it's like, my girlfriend is Jewish. Her family is Jewish. They go to Israel all the time. I have no problem with the average Joe uh, uh, on the streets of Israel. I, I, I consider it the same thing as my, my opinion of Netanyahu is that he's a fucking piece of shit. Just like I see Dick Cheney as a piece of shit. And just because I don't like them doesn't mean I hate America because I don't like Dick Cheney. I don't like Netanyahu. If you if you, you are really forcing a narrative, if you think he's just doing this to protect something and he's not a fucking, you know, a, a war, uh, you know, these uh, these war criminals, not a war criminal Yeah, Warhawks. he is war. He's war hawks. Yeah. That's the term. I hate Dick
2: Cheney, too. I hate John McCain. Like, I, I'm right-wing, but I'm not afraid to call out right-wing politicians that I dislike. I'm anti-war. So anyone who's pushing war narratives, I'm going to say something about that. I,
0: I, yeah, I'm completely against it. The narrative that these guys are—, are um, they're doing it for peace and they're trying to stabilize or, you know, when we didn't have the Internet and the news was telling us the Palestinians were shooting rockets into Israel and, the, you know, and even then you do them to crunch the numbers. It was like two Israeli soldiers injured, like 50 Palestinians dead. You're like, why does that not make sense in my skull? But then you didn't. <laughs> and that's want-
2: why they don't want independent um journalists out there reporting these things like with Syria like that we could debunk that so quickly and the mainstream media was trying to cover that up
0: hard and it's just like it's just like hey dude I I I love every I, I, I don't look at any group I'm not a group guy like oh I hate this group I hate that group everybody's judged on an individual basis and I'm judging Netanyahu as a piece of shit and who is just who has no problem with spilling the bloods of innocent people to push his narrative and it's not even like it's like necessarily that he's protecting the, the the average joe and jane of israel it's like he's pushing a narrative of these higher-ups to just curate chaos in that region so nobody gets along and it's just the way it is and now with q coming out and i don't know if you are and we'll get into the uh, the cult we want to talk about but with q coming out and saying that you know Barack Obama and this Iran deal. There's a lot of shadiness with that and how that's coming out and how like Iran may have a nuclear facility, but in Syria, that was the big drop. And you know, he's been right about a lot of shit. Oh, man. It's like that movie,
1: Spy Games. Yeah. You remember that movie with Robert Redford yeah. and Brad Pitt? Man, yeah. that that is what's happening right now. Like we are in proxy wars and we're, are, we're trying to fight wars within our own intelligence communities. There is so much in-house fighting that we need at more. I mean, we have a voice that's reaching people. We don't want to stir up people's emotions and paranoia, but we want to give them enough fuel and knowledge so that when they do speak to other people, they're actually speaking knowledgeable. And that's what I like that you do. Truth cat. Um, You really do something better than this. like, we don't do good research. I'm going to say, you know, we kind of wing it, you know, we get a
0: feel, we put it out
1: there. could be wrong. You dig in deep and uh, you're really doing the Lord's work.
0: Let me ask you something. Are you, we were just talking about while I was walking my dog out to poop. And uh, (laughs) do you find that sometimes your uploads slow down, your computer isn't acting right or any of that weird stuff where like in the truth community, you start getting a little paranoid of, you're like, what the fuck? Is there something going on? Like I could not upload the video last night. I couldn't upload anything last night. Or when it says it's gonna
2: take four hours to upload. I, at first, maybe when I started, I'm just like, this is a conspiracy against me, but no, I I don't think that there's actually someone sitting in the NSA watching, you know, but But that being said, I have a sticker over top of my camera. So, I mean, there's obviously always a little bit of paranoia in the truth community there.
1: Oh, you have one on yours, huh? Oh yeah. Ever since I saw Facebook, what's his face do it?
2: Yeah, Zuckerberg did it, and that's where I'm like, whoa, if yeah. Zuckerberg's doing it, he knows something.
0: Yeah, if Data's doing it, then I know the emotionless data. one. For sure. Now, let me ask you something. Uh, are you getting the the com- Facebook commercials in Canada talking about how like they're going to make sure that like data farming doesn't happen anymore? And you're like, you're the ones that did it. You are literally trying to act like you are a victim of something. You openly sold this stuff to everybody. You sold it to the, uh, the DNC, the FBI, the CIA. I mean, like, dude, the Pentagon life log program die- is terminated the day Facebook is formed. I mean, like, come on, man. It's like it's such it's, those commercials are literally just for old women. They're for your mom they be like, oh, they're going to try to save us because your mom is afraid of hacking. Your mom has no care about data farming.
2: <laughs> and what are they going to do? They're going to look at your mom's like messages to her sister. Like there's <laughs> there's nothing really there. But I, I have ad blocks, so I don't know what type of ads we're getting. But they're only coming out about this because they were caught. Right? Yeah. If they hadn't been caught, they you know, there'd be nothing about this.
0: Like everything is just a CIA front. I mean, Facebook we find out was like heavily funded by the CIA. You know, and I and I I had a video about that months and months ago. Right, and then then you got Snapchat, which everybody pretty much knows is facial recognition. It's they're just basically we we talked about this on last episode, but it's basically facial recognition. And then the one who personally hurt me is there's a belief that Pornhub is CIA. I mean, it's and nothing. They're just,
2: they're just cataloging what you're into. Yeah,
0: that's why I watch really weird shit. So whoever's at the CIA watching this has to watch this. You can't unsee this stuff, okay? Do you I, think
2: like every person has their own CIA agent and they're just watching you all day long?
0: That would be hilarious. You uh, had just a shadow
1: guy, and this poor dude is I like. I think it's an algorithm. It's got to be a computer, right?
0: Well, well, I'm dude.
1: I'm sure. But one guy over a bunch he's like, he's a uh, Los Feliz is one guy, like a neighborhood. Here's you know, what they
0: do, dude. <laughs> they basically get there's words there's websites there's stuff that that basically like youtube does they that triggers your um that triggers them to monitor you or change the algorithm on your video so it doesn't pop up so all they're doing is d- is they're data mining everything hmm. and they're storing it and it's your life log and they have everything so if something pops up or you pop up on their Their radar, now they can go back through all your shit and start looking for stuff. Going, oh, this guy was looking at this, this guy was looking at that, or this guy's into this, or that, and that, you know? And that's really what it's all about. Don't be surprised. Left.
1: I'm gonna spread it here. Uh, I bet you with those. Uh, uh, what is it? Pornhub. I bet you it's video recording you, and one day you're gonna be sw- like swiping through, and you'll be like, "Wait a minute! I know that camera angle." What? Yeah. Heck? So it, we're, we're. I s- wouldn't doubt it. Maybe we're content
0: creators like podcasters. Yeah, you know? we're we're definitely. uh 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 uh, intelligent it's like a take
2: a penny thing like you take a penny you give a penny right
0: yeah 100 100 we're gonna find out what the truth cat's watching on Pornhub. why do i have feeling it's nerd porn like weird nerd cosplay stuff i don't know am i am i off Or is that, okay, moving right along. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of sex cults, how's that for a transition? Yeah, let me give it to you. Perfect. So
1: last March, five women, uh, this is back in 2017, gathered in a home near and entered a secret sisterhood where they told was created to empower women. To gain admission, they were required to give their recruiter or master naked photos or other compromising material and were warned with such collateral would be publicly released if they told of the group's existence. All right, are you on board already? Yeah. Give me, give me some nude like send nudes. It's unbelievable. Hey,
0: give yes. us these pictures, and if you do anything, we're going to show everybody. Be like, uh, no. First word, first
1: order of Fight Club, send nudes. Yeah. All right, the women in their late 30s and 40s belong to a self-help organization called Nexum, spelled N-X-I-V-M, which is based in Albany, New York. Albany. And, oh, that place? Yeah, I, I speak horrible. That's and chapters fun. across the country, Canada, and Mexico. Each woman was told to undress and lie on a massage table while three others, these are women, restrained their leg, their legs and shoulders. Oh my God. And this is all accounts coming out of the New York Times from one of them that ex- basically went through this. And here it is, and I'll turn it over to you in just a second, Truth Cat. According to one of them, their master, a top Nexum official named Lauren Salzman, instructed them to stay. Master, please brand me. It would be an
0: honor. Oh my God. Yeah. So let's get into Nexium, your thoughts. Branding sex, power and female. Well,
2: it's basically what you said. So you could get into, it's called Nexium, and you could get into their courses, which were effectively like a self-help type thing, a little bit of mix of Scientology and uh, woo-woo, new age, whatever and and they would grip you in to that it would cost you thousands of dollars to take these courses for self-improvement and eventually after years of going through the ranks some of these women were invited into this secret sorority where they were branded and turned and and put into this sex cult for their leader ranieri
0: can we uh and we're getting to ranieri real quick uh, can we please stop calling it a sex cult it is a cult and therefore a sex cult nobody if it's not about sex it's a book club okay you're just studying a <laughs> book it's 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 a 12-step program at this point it's it's always about sex it's always some creepy dude who looks like and, and, and I don't want to put this on you because obviously you've never watched pornography in your life truth cat but it's always like those cuck videos where they're like the guys in the court that every cult leader looks like these. They all look like creepy guys who like were all manager managers at Blockbuster, and then Blockbuster got shut down, so they got nothing else to do. So they all become— So they start
2: a cult. Yeah, yeah. so they
0: start a cult. It's like every cult, almost every religion, has to do with uh, controlling women sexually. It is always that. It, there's never—because men are so afraid of female sexuality. We are really afraid that if we let you pick, you're not gonna have sex with us. So we have to figure out some like cheat code you're to go. You
2: gotta trick them,
0: right? That's exactly what it is. And it's like, for some reason, cause women are in, all into this astrology. And I, you know, I don't know if you've ever been to LA, Truth Cap, but we have like a million psychic reading plate. Like I'm, when I say a million, I mean, there's one on every corner. And they're open late. And they're open all the time. Nobody has a clue how they stay open with the prices of leasing and all that stuff. Makes me think they're just a front for eight balls and hand jobs. But for some reason, these women, they stay open because women love that, that that kind of like, what's what am I talking about? It's kind of like this belief in like. They call it chick crack. And I don't mean to be like
1: misogynistic, but I read a book called The Game, which was a how to be a pickup artist. Yeah. And chick crack is basically uh telling someone else things about themselves because what else do we want to talk about or know most about than ourselves so you turn like a little mirror to a bird and the bird doesn't feel alone in a cage yeah so you, you tell them what they want to hear you
0: know and that there's this this weird psychic order this
2: cosmic energy between you and yeah the, the woo woo
0: yeah the, woo-woo. the women are into the woo woo and these kind of beta guys figure out this kind of it, Could, it's
2: a beta it's totally a beta tactic right so there's some beta men that go just hardcore into male feminism because they can't compete on like an alpha male level to get women right that's so, so they kind of sneak in there and then there's other ones that's like well how else am i going to game the system so they become cult leaders i guess
0: oh that's so interesting that's so interesting hey before we start i just want to tell you that the uh, truth cat is joining us hold on one second is joining us on a very special hotline that is, uh, I'm going to find this real quick. I should have done this earlier, and I am not, but let me do this real quick. Uh, What's the hotline
1: about? This is the first I'm hearing about yeah, it. Yeah, it's
0: the celebrity hotline we got going on here that people don't realize, and I'm just trying to find it real quick. We could edit this out later, or I cannot. God damn you. <laughs> Hold on. It's like we're supposed to do we a We put it in read. the show notes, too. Uh, we're so just to tell us about it, though. Uh, it's basically for this new movie that's coming out. I'm very excited about, I should have, okay, I'll bring it up later. Is it a secret? Can you say the name of the movie? Uh, I'm trying to find it real oh, quick. Oh, no worries. I'm very excited about this.
1: Uh, fuck me, man. We'll continue. So what was the guy's, that was his last name. What's the, the, so how did this guy, <laughs> how do you get it. into becoming a cult? Like, uh, not that I really want to start Yeah, let's one. get
0: into this guy, Keith. Keith Renner. What's his name? Keith. Keith Raniere. Keith That's Raniere. I it, yeah. Tell me about Keith Raniere. You did a great video on him. Uh, oh, he's a he's just a creep. So
2: he has like that. Definitely that cult mentality where he's bigger than life. He's better than everyone else. He puts himself kind of up there on the spectrum with a, like a guru or the Dalai Lama. He, you know, he told everyone he's the smartest man in the world. He even managed to get into the Guinness record books by cheating this system with his IQ test. Uh, and he took his IQ test through an unaccredited society called Mega, uh, which gives you an IQ test that you can take home. And I think you have up to a year to complete it, which is <laughs> like open book. Like, you give me an IQ test, I can take it home and I have a year? I'm Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Like, anyone...
0: Well, it's like this, uh, when, when you get a ticket in Los Angeles, okay, uh, you have to go to a ticket. You can go either take a school or now they allow you to take a web, uh, take the class on, uh, online. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a money grab. But there's this one thing where like you go through, you answer it. And if you get it wrong, they ask you the same exact question again. And you can just pick a different answer. And it's literally what used to take six hours of a day of your time because they'd always, you have to go to these classes and these really shitty comics would teach it to get stage time. Now it takes 20 minutes, turn and burn. You're just throwing a hundred bucks at them. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a super beta. He's like super smart or that's what he says. I saw in your video, he's like a a top three problem solver in the world. Well,
2: that's that's what he says and that's based off of a study that he did okay yeah if i I do my own studies again i'm i'm a a rocket scientist from the moon like you can say whatever you want right
0: my own research has found that i'm pretty amazing
2: yeah like i'm a sex god like you can just you know it's it's garbage but he that was on the nexium website because it sounds impressive right When, when you don't say by a study that I conducted myself.
0: When, when I was in Las Vegas, I remember this was about, about 10 years ago. I was driving down the Vegas strip coming from Fremont street. And there was this, one of those little shady hotels. And, uh, it was like, it was like, it was really out of date because it would like, it would, it was bragging about how you could, um, it had adult movies, which is like, well, I got that on my phone. That's, that's (laughs) not really impressive. But my favorite quote was highly recommended by the owner. You know, it's like, that's it's, it's the same thing. It's like I'm according to my own research, I'm a top 3 problem solver in the world. Yeah, unless you're an iron chef, I don't, you know. Right. I don't, don't want to know. It's so weird. So he, he he's a top 3 problem solver. What were some of his other claims again cuz your video uh, broke that?
2: Yeah. Well, and and he also claimed that he had, like, three different PhDs, but when I actually went back, I found uh, a link to his college transcripts, and he actually failed most of his class. He had, like, a GPA of, like, 2.5 or something, so he's not what he's claiming to be. He also said that he's so smart that he can't drive because his brain will set off radar detectors. (laughs) That's like what Kim Jong-un says about himself, you know, like we have like a dictator of a country that they say, oh, I don't poop or pee because I'm just so efficient.
0: (laughs) That is so right. I mean, that is total Kim Jong-un stuff. That is third world dictator. And, you know, some, I guess, man, these religious people, they just, they just think and people buy into it. That's the craziest thing. He's a
1: sociopath, huh? I wonder,
0: maybe he's a psychopath. Well, how's that any different than I walk on water? Yeah. I I took a fish and I fed a thousand people. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's the same thing, but like, that's from a long time. We're talking today crazy stuff. Like, I don't understand how you follow a guy named Keith. (laughs) (laughs) And it's also like, there's got to
2: be a certain point where, you got to say, okay, it started out great. I, I took some self-help courses. I feel better about myself. Everything in my life is going great. But now he's asking me to give him naked pictures and brand myself. Is Was there any point where they just went, hmm, maybe this is a cult,
0: you know? Do you know how hard it is to get women to do random weird shit with you? Do you know how good, I mean, you have to be stunningly good looking or stunningly rich, like insanely rich for girls to be down with that. I mean,
2: like, or do, brainwash them, I guess.
0: Well, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, that's the kind of mental warfare you have to do. But, like, what kind of dick game do you got when you can get chicks to brand themselves? And imagine if you're hooking up with a girl after she left a cult and you guys get naked for the first time and you're like, what the fuck is that? Ah, uh, it was just some, it was, I was experimenting in college. You're like, what? You got a brand? Whose brand was it? Uh Keith told me to get branded. You're like, Keith? Keith told you to get branded. He fucking branded you. And then it's like, it's not just Keith. It's like this Allison Mack, too. Mm-hmm. Like, she, like she's getting these girls' names branded on them. It is like an interesting thing where a woman does these things to other women. And there, she's probably a victim as well. But there, and we'll get into it later on about the Hollywood yeah. aspect of this. But, it, you know, when I was young, I used to have female friends of mine would, would vouch for me with other women I call them pussy brokers and like their job was to basically tell these chicks I was a good dude which I am I know after this episode you might not return my phone calls anymore truth cap but the point is that uh you know that's what guys do they get other women to vouch for other women but I find that there's like a special place in hell for them that 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 women would do this to other women
2: Well, I think Alison Mack is a really unique case because you're and you're right to say that she was both a victim and a predator in this because she was brainwashed too. she had gone through the ranks. She was the top bitch. Ranieri was using her for her money for her body and for her like celebrity influence. So, you know, you almost feel bad for her until you realize what she was caught doing. Right.
0: Right. I, I, it is a weird thing. It is a victim, but it's also a predator. And we find that a lot with uh, pedophiles. Though, not all people who get molested, okay, end up becoming pedophiles. But most of the people who end up molesting were molested themselves. So, it's this weird chicken Gene of the
2: age. Yeah.
0: Chicken of the age. What came first? Uh, I want to get into, because, you know, uh, Keith has had uh, rainy, rainy Keith Rainey, had been, this is in his first attempt at shady shit. You know, he started what, I believe it was a consumer buy line or buy in club. Yeah,
2: consumers buy, buy line. Buy line. And that was in the late 80s, I believe. And it was some kind of membership, like kind of like Costco, but you could, you could buy things in bulk at a cheaper price. So they would buy all of that. And then you could order it from this big company. But it, it was a pyramid scheme, which was illegal at the time. And there was even like a sixty minutes expose at it on it way back then. So he was kind of well known in the business world as being a shady person, and he was sued quite hard for that. And he promised, okay, I'll never start another pyramid scheme. And then right after that, he went and started Nexium, which is effectively a pyramid scheme.
0: Uh, so basically, uh, real quick, we begin to the start of it, uh, and then his now his name is it's not Keith. I I. I to be honest with you, he came by the name of he came became known as Vanguard or the Vanguard.
2: Yeah, Vanguard. And that was interesting how I researched that because that was based off of a, a name from a video game that Keith. Oh yeah, dude. Played.
0: Bum, 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 bum. It's like along the lines of, No, that yeah. was Flash Gord.
2: And that that was a game that he played with one of his which I don't want to call them child brides, but he was a, a predator before that for like young girls, and that was one of the games he would play with them. Was this Vanguard game?
0: It is. It's um, so. What's your single uh, cult leader name, Sam? What is my uh, Omega? Maybe I like Ooh,
1: Omega. That's very scientific. I yeah, like
0: that. that's very like a Alpha. Well, I was in ATL, and I was in the Alpha Omega class so i've always been an omega mine would be a nudist and uh like pro hair like everyone's got to grow hair out well you know every cult ends up being about nakedness i mean if you look at the wild wild lands on e, uh netflix like it starts out as this loving thing and then it just becomes just dudes wanting to get weird with chicks and convincing chicks that you know it's like guys sleeping with guys wives because the lord told them to do that <laughs> and dudes are like oh i get it god wants you to like hook up with my wife totally makes sense to me it's crazy to me when violence and sex
1: cross the line because it's, that's seems, everything. Like, Cause the branding and the, it's like, it, where were you going to go besides branding? Like, and then eventually it sounds like it was going to go to murder, you know? But
0: women love, women love that kind of emotion as well. Right? Because like you ever watched the first 48 on A&E, mm. every, every single commercial is a Tampas commercial. So you know who they know is watching this show. My favorite murder is very big. It's one of the big shows that resonates with women.
1: It's true. I, when I used to work at Borders, when there still was a bookstores back in the uh, 2000s, uh, one of the biggest selling area was true crime. And every woman that would bu- come through there and buy one, it was like a serial killer encyclopedia. And I was always like, God damn, a lot of these girls like to murder. researching? What's going on here?
0: Because I feel that women love emotion. Am I am I wrong on this as a woman? Would you uh, agree or disagree with our outside analysis, Truthcat?
2: Well, if you look at like the Myers-Briggs personality test, most women are feeling rather than thinking in okay. in personality. I'm the opposite. I'm more of the analytical type, which is why I, I love this type of research, but most women are more into emotion and feeling rather than like they go with their gut rather than their head most of the time. So,
0: uh, b- uh, do you find that to be true or do you think that's just some knuckle dra- dragging male chauvinist Statist- crap
2: statistically that's true i mean if you look at the uh, s- studies in psychology well, statistically it's, it's that is true and that's also probably why women are more drawn towards like nursing and uh, mm-hmm. social work and social aspects where men are more drawn towards analytical jobs like uh, engineering and mathematics and science
0: um do you think that the i is my personal belief and this gets into you know Soros. my real belief is that if you get rid of Soros, you get rid of his money. a lot of this social justice warrior shit goes away. Uh, I think that is a big part of his whole plan is destabilization. Uh, you know it's like I was kind of getting in this with with uh, Aaron before the show about how like everybody went nuts on uh jay freely taking a picture with his daughter with a gun like going to prom if you do anything my daughter I'm going to get nuts and everybody lost their head but they can't like stop talking about how brave Donald Glover is and and, and um his America video which was great and i love Donald Go- Glover but this guy's like mowing down black like gospel singers which is a direct reference to that shooting in in a church and how every how it's like this kind of like the political correctness one way is fine the other way is ju- it's just it's the slippery slope of we're all going to become nazis you know and it's just a very interesting and i think that's a very much a george soros thing that sounds crazy but when you think of this guy owns giant chunks of all oh
2: totally even of- even the the march for our lives was funded by soros and you look at before the you know during the donald trump election how big black lives matter protests were and then after he won like black lives didn't stop mattering but there,
0: but <laughs> but there were the, less
2: protests after it wasn't there was no gain for for them to politically push that right and,
0: and you know people uh, would want to think that's crazy but if you look it's like stop looking at the puppets start looking at the puppet masters and who's forming these puppet masters you know and when you know i went on mark Marin. And we kind of got in a little debate about, you know, oh, he doesn't think that there's a note that's sent down. I go, there's 100% a note sent down. I mean, we saw it in Fox News when they were going after Obama. And they're like, we want these are the talking points. These are the talking points. And then we see Sinclair video that becomes like, here's the talking points. We want you to say the same thing over and over again. You do not consolidate the media And not try to control the message. That is what controlling the message is all about. Say this. Do this. And George Soros and the eight families that own all of the, uh, the, the basically own pretty much the the, world. (laughs) The study that they own, they own, the eight families own the biggest chunks of every single Fortune 500 company. Think about that. That's just smart business, man. That's smart business. That's totally smart business. But it's like, you don't sit there and go, oh, they, they, they don't do that.
1: That's the whole point. As you're sitting there talking about George Soros, I envisioned him as though he is a physical representation of weather manipulation. And what he manipulates is the political climate with his ability to just gust and oh there's a little storm here let me just throw some money That
2: is so true and and like Great job. I, I watched I watched something that said oh if you criticize George Soros, you're anti-Semitic. And again, they just like to use that so you can't talk about certain things. But it's like, well, was it anti-Semitic when he uh, crashed the, the European pound or when he caused like the Asian crisis because he's playing financial markets? There's nothing anti-Semitic about that. He's just a dick.
0: And here's the thing about Soros. There's nobody who goes after Israel more than Soros. That's the most interesting thing about him. He is very anti-Israel, and he's very—dude, he—and, dude, he basically—I mean, we had Matt Lieb on here from Al Jazeera, and Matt couldn't come to grips with as we watched the George Soros, like, 60-minute interview, as he finally looks back— at, at hunting that he was doing as a kid. And you could say, well, he's a child trying to survive. But as an adult, you don't look back and call that time the happiest time of your life. Yeah. And that's what well, he and does. Like,
2: when, when we look at say like people who were just involved in Nazi Germany, like just like secretaries or clerks and people still want to trial these, you know, 94 year old men for that. Nobody looks back and says, oh, they were just doing what they had to do to survive. So why does George Soros get a pass?
0: It's, it's very interesting. And then when you look at like there is direct. Well, first of all, within this show, we've talked about, you know, Hitler was most likely a Rothschild. His father was Alos and his mother was a housemaiden for Baron Rothschild. And there's a direct correlation between if we if you under the if you believe in this country that leaders are picked, not elected. Why would Hitler be any different? Why would he be any different to the people who own the, the giant bankers? And we're not again. This isn't like code for anything because we've looked back at the House of Saud, the Rockefeller who are Protestants. The you know the Roman Catholic Church, the royal family. None of them are Jewish. None of them, and they all have this equal say. And then you go back into basically like the the Bank of International Settlements, which I believe is the real power player because they run all of the centralized banks like Russia which claims they kicked out the Rothschild still part of the uh, Bank of International Settlements in which I think Putin basically uses you know I've kicked out the, the, the Rothschilds to galvanize the, the Russian people behind him, kind of like how we say we're fighting Al-Qaeda or ISIS, and we it gets our masses really excited about that. And that's kind of my opinion on that, that oligarchies help oligarchies and all that stuff. But back to the, the cult real quick. Uh, the group gets started as a PR company? Is that what I saw in your video? It's the, the, the Nexium starts as a PR company, or is it a self-help? Well,
2: it starts as a self-help organization. It's like, so it offers like professional assistance. So you you go there for like a self-development course.
0: And basically, uh, what is the DOS? I saw you write about that, which was very interesting.
2: So the D.O.S. is the sisterhood or the sorority that that's the sex cult that you can be invited into if you're a hot woman who's been within the ranks for long enough to get brainwashed. And that stands for it's Latin. It's something like dominus Obiquius Sororium, which or dominant over submissive, basically master
0: over the slave women. Oh, my God. Does anyone go, what does D.O.S. mean? What does it translate to? Master of the slave If
2: only they watched the Truth Factory. They no,
0: just They should. <laughs> Everybody should check it out. What was basically the plan with the DOS, in your opinion? To
2: enslave... I don't know. And here's what's interesting. I kind of have a thought that a lot of celebrities are in some type of their own cabal that nobody knows about. Like, and like when you even think about like the fapping when all those pictures were leaked, mm-hmm. it kind of makes you wonder. If those that was collateral as well for some other.
0: Well, did you thing ever hear that on? Weinstein lost his phone and that's where they got all those pictures?
2: Is that where it was from? I don't. Was that is that, that real?
0: That is a theory out there that he lost his phone and all those pictures were from women. See st- that
2: that would make and maybe that's why Nexium had to go down because because Nexium was targeting people like Emma Watson who must be part of Weinstein's cult.
0: Well, it's so interesting. You know, you know, the way you always tell me to hit up these people to do guests on her thing. This Allison Mack was using Twitter to try to recruit women to come to the cult. <laughs> and I wonder if there was a battle like she hit up Emma Watson go and then she hit up. Uh, what's her name from American Kelly Idol? Clarkson. She's like, hey, I hear you're a big Smallville fan. You should hit me up. I got some cool thing that I want to talk to you about women and stuff like that. Hmm. <sighs>
1: it's no surprise that it's a white woman though. Right. Isn't that all serial killers and, and like snapped. It's never just like, Well,
0: I mean, we've seen the old close thing we've seen to cult with, with black is, uh, I mean, recently besides the people who, who kidnapped Patty Hearst back in the day, that was somewhat of a cult Lebanese, uh, freedom army or something like that. That was kind of it. But R. Kelly, right. Having sex slaves in, in his house and they had to go in and get them all out. And I love how that story's dead. Like, what is going on? R. Kelly's like showing up on Ellen and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, I, I think about Hollywood's um, the way they push it in the entertainment street, industry. Yeah, they they got the following as a show about serial killers. They got the path as a show about a cult, and then they have this show called Sanctum, which is on Showtime, and it's about a real life yeah sex club in Beverly Hills. And I mean, it's like we're getting it from both sides. We get real life sex cults getting busted up, and here we are. Promoting it and kind of just living
0: vicariously through this. It's it's
1: gross. You know, would you
0: say uh, truth cat that cults are basically rich people Manipulating poor people into doing deviant weird sexual shit
2: Maybe not even necessarily rich people but just like psychotic people because it Keith Raniere, didn't have money or influence until he influenced other people to get it right he manipulated his way to the top Um. But a lot of times money money has power right and when you were talking about these things um on tv and displayed i think a lot of there are directors and writers out there who know what is going on in hollywood and in politics and they put that out in plain sight like eyes wide shut stanley kubrick is about a similar thing like a weird elite sex cult and uh Stanley Kubrick's movies were always about something like that. Like he had uh, *Clockwork Orange*, where he talked about like MK Ultra, and then this one where uh, *Eyes Wide Shut*, where he died like right after he was done editing his first cut. So it's a little
0: creepy. It is very interesting, and uh, you know, I mean, the movie *The Quiet Place*, which everyone loved. Mm -hmm. I'm like, there are famous court cases where. Elites have been sued for basically hunting like children. They throw them in the middle of the fort and they hunt them down. And like there've been court cases where they've been tried for this stuff. And you see the old movie with Ice Cube, Ice-T, where yeah. like he gets like, hey, he gets helped out. And they're like, oh, it's great. It's great. I have weird, They're hunting weird the theory. homeless in
1: that one. No.
0: Ice-T is a homeless guy. They pick up on the street. Surviving and then they... the game. Surviving the game. And oh. I, I thought about this. Let's take these these guys on death row, right? They're on death row. We see them; they're put in down. They're put in. They're they're killed in these these weird kind of like they put chemicals in. Do we know they're dead? Do we really know they're dead? And is this smash cut to the Running Man? Yeah, where are basically you take these guys, and now these these rich people want to hunt people. What what better way than a condemned man who everyone thinks is dead? You throw him on an island. Everybody hunts. I'm like, I have no proof of this, but it's when I look at the pattern of how make
2: a good movie. It'd make a great movie, and like the winner gets to live. Like the it's like that real life Hunger Games.
0: Yeah, if you get to if you survive. And you, they don't kill you and you somehow survive, you get that. But they, they, you never survive. They, they, <laughs> it's like you're alone in the forest. They have horses and guns and arrows and, and dogs and all that. You never get to survive. But who's going to stop you? You're a condemned man. And I'm not saying I have sympathy for a lot, you know, I'm, I'm anti death penalty because too many times, it, if one innocent man is put to death, it's one innocent too many, in my opinion. I'd rather have a, a thousand monsters do life than one innocent man be put to death. But if you're if you're condemned to die and they put on the production, look, oh, uh, you know, Charles Manson's dead or whoever we have. Scott Peterson's dead. And then guy wakes up and he's in the island. They're like, fucking run, dude. <laughs> Am I crazy?
2: I want to see that movie. Like, I think that'd be. Let's write that. Very Let's fucking write
1: that. Since we're talking about the elites, there actually is an elite tie in. Um, how do you pronounce it? Bronfum?
0: Bronfum?
2: Bronfman. Well, yes. I want to get yeah. in. Can I
0: get into this real quick sure. before just before forget. we get into that? Yeah. First of all, I love in your video all the court uh, drawings, and I know if Alison Max saw them, she'd be so upset with how they make her look. Like they she make
2: lo- her look so sad, so just like sad, this sad, damp- dumpy little woman.
0: She looks like like somebody from basically like a Children of the Corn, like someone who hasn't lives on a farm and hasn't eaten forever. Like she just looks like like I call it ghetto country just a
2: shell, like just a shell of a human being, yeah, which she, maybe she is at this point. Um, I don't know if there's a lot going on upstairs. If she's that programmed,
0: like, where do you go from here? I mean, she's trying right now to basically work out a plea deal. Like, do you think the powers of B that know you know, stuff about are going to let that fucking happen. That is like a dead woman walking right there. Loose lips think ship, man. And, uh, but I want to get into this is this Dr. Porter. Have you thought, you know anything about Dr. Yeah. Porter?
2: Yeah. So Dr. Porter, and I I broke this story a few days before. And when I when I did my research, he was just being investigated for this. And then just this week, it's come out that he's been uh, convicted now of fright experiments on his patients, his female patients, where he'd hook them up to, like, EEG machines and then show them grotesque images and videos of, like, people being decapitated and all sorts of disgusting things.
0: Now, were they real? Or, like, I read it, you know, I have I have some friends of mine. They work over at uh, Mad Media, and uh, they're wonderful people. They wanted to be on the show, but they couldn't make it today. But basically, we're... They they sent a I, I saw like a transcript of what the one woman was saying. Mad broadcasting. Um uh, Robin from Mad Broadcasting said this were basically they were showing just scenes from like movies, like um American history acts where they curb stomped the black guy, and there were were these actual snuff films, or were these just scenes from movies? Do you know?
2: Well, I know I know that there were a couple scenes from some movies. There was another one I think where like Jodie Foster was being like gang raped yep, 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 in yep. a movie, like it, things like that. But I did read like there were clips of real dead bodies, oh. which I mean you could go on Live Leak and find. Like, I hate those. It's on the internet, right?
0: Uh what was the, what is the? Uh, he's basically. Accused of basically doing m- mental games with these people to see what these women's thresholds were and how far they could go, and what they ba- they used like they would smuggle women into the country, and then these women would be powerless because they're there illegally, and they think if they say something, they're gonna be sent home. So they had, they were in a no win situation.
2: Yeah, so so there was like a woman who was. Um, who said that she had feelings for someone else other than the B- vanguard leader and she was locked up or, or basically contained for 18 months and she didn't want to say anything because she was in the country illegally and those Brandon Porter experiments like that's that's borderline MK ultra type stuff, right?
1: It's, yeah, it's, Where you it sounds show like a...
2: someone shocking like clockwork orange right where they show you dramatic awful things until it breaks your yeah. mind yeah 100%. project Monarch.
1: I never even thought about that that's monarch totally they said that they uh, there's rumors that on michael jackson's hard drive he had a bunch of um, it'd be like children holding like a goose that was like dead and it's like dead animals and children stuff it wasn't sexual but dude. it was super hyper violent it's
0: unbelievable, fucking believable So what is this rainbow, this rainbow cultural oh, garden?
2: Yeah, so that that's also something that the news isn't really talking about, and I wish that they did, because with everything coming out with Brandon Porter, he and Keith Rainier designed the Rainbow Culture Garden together, and it is supposed to be a program that teaches your children multiple languages, and how they do that is they get women from other countries trafficked in illegally who don't speak english and then they are set to look after your child for like 40 to 90 hours a week hoping that your child will develop or learn that all these other languages so one day he'll have like a a german teacher and the next he'll have a spanish nanny or whichever but it didn't actually show that this was effective most of the children. Couldn't even speak uh, English afterwards because their brain was so hyper focused on all these different languages, I mean, and there was a theory that this was causing like psychosis in certain children.
0: Oh my god, fucking crazy! And then we get into uh, honestly MK Ultra and Hollywood. And you listed all these famous people that have been associated with Nexum, but like you know, can you give us any of the names? Some of the actresses. I know the one actress, the Asian woman, was on a Hawaii 50, the new reboot, and she'd actually quit the show because she wasn't getting paid as much. But it's very interesting because these these women who like you're like, okay, why is this person in every show? And then you find out they're part of some kind of weird connected cult.
2: Well, and with this, with this one, and again, I think Nexium is a low-level one compared to probably what else is out there that we don't know of. I think Nexium was probably just getting way too much publicity, so they had to throw them under the bus. Um, but they had um, people associated with uh, politics, like a, the former Surgeon General of the United States. They had like the former chief chief executive of Enron. Um, oh my
0: god these are major players so it's bigger than just like a creepy dude trying to get chicks like this was starting to reach yes. very far
2: and i have to like i have to say like it's not necessarily that all of these people knew about like the sex trafficking but they were at least at the lower levels where they were taking these self-help programs right and it's hard to know where in the ranks they were but
0: well one of the pe- women were yeah. with, uh one of the that one of the senator's daughters was actually the face of the Me Too movement, is like where she was like a, a big push.
2: Yeah. About- Kirsten Gildebrand. And she was the one who just came out against or who was supporting the. What was his name? The guy who had just been caught abusing women.
0: Age, what's oh, his name? Uh, uh, Weinstein? No,
2: this was. This was the guy who sued Weinstein in the government. I can't remember his name, right? This is just, like, came out last night. Oh. But anyway, she was... Oh, she was I know what you're talking about. Too.
0: The uh, politician from New York. Are you talking yeah. about uh, New York State General G- Attorney General Eric Schneiderman? Yes, yes,
2: yes. So there was, like, a, a statement from Kirsten Gildebrand about how he was the voice for women or something like that, and it's kind of ironic now, but... Uh, yeah, so she was she was big in the Me Too movement. Well, her father was highly connected and worked for and lobbied for Nexium, and her father even was sued by uh, Nexium founder uh, Laura Salzman for sexual harassment. Yeah. Now and- I don't know if that sexual harassment was real or if it was just a way to get him to shut up about what he knew, but either way kirsten gildebrandt had to have known what was going on in nexium and while she was promoting this me too movement she never thought to speak out about what was happening with nexium and allison mack and sex trafficking
0: do you find it can you is there anyone more shady than a male feminist like we are just finding more and more and more and i'm going to tell you something man i heard from very good authority allegedly this gavin newsom there's some shady shit going on with that guy too. Like behind closed doors, like word out of Sacramento. And he's pushing this on. He's this, this left wing darling. And I'm a leftist, but I heard from very, uh, allegedly, I've heard from very good sources. Allegedly that this guy is there's, there's skeletons in the closet when it comes to women. And here we go again with the, this guy coming out, being on the left, pushing idealism. And now we're hearing some shady ass shit. Is going to come out I just, online.
2: I just wonder what we'll eventually find out about Justin Trudeau, though, then because he's the biggest male feminist out there,
0: right? No, what I like, think, dude, and that guy is your Barack Obama for sure. He's your worse. Barack oh, o- way
2: worse, really. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you, have you seen <laughs> he, he, uh, there was an interview not that long ago where a woman. Uh, asked him a question and said, like, are you going to support uh, man everyone for mankind? And he said, we like to say people kind because it's more inclusive.
0: Fuck that, dude, man. Anybody pushing that is shady as shit, and I don't trust them. Anyone who pushes idealism acts like they walk on water and they all eventually drown. And that's my opinion, man. Let's get into uh, the Brofman sisters. You wanted to bring them up.
1: Yeah. Tell us all about this. Claire Brofman. And what's uh, the sister's name? Is it Sarah. Sarah. How do they tie in? And for us, we don't I mean, we drink Seagram's whiskey down here, but we don't know how super powerful they are. Uh, could you give them a little backstory on them?
2: Yeah. So i um, the Bronfman sisters are heiresses to the Seagram's whiskey fortune. And their father, Edgar Bronfman, he was the president of like the Jew- World Jewish Council or something like that. And uh, they had they had a whiskey fortune from like the Prohibition era where they sold uh, alcohol as cough medicine, right? Because mm-hmm. they couldn't sell it as alcohol. So anyway, these are millionaire, if not billionaire, women who have been giving millions, like 150 million dollars at least, to Keith Raniere and Nexium. So. It kind of sounds like they're, maybe they were the real ringleaders of this uh, like sex trafficking ring. I'm not sure.
0: And then they, they have connections to the Clintons. Here we are again, once again. Oh,
2: they have. And I think when you get into that sphere where you're dealing with that type of money and billionaires, they're all connected, right? Or at least they know of each other. But the Bronfmans are on, um, they own a company uh, called Bronfman Rothschilds oh. where their brother is on hmm. the... Chair, the the board with uh Lynn Rothschild. At this so point, there's definitely a connection there.
1: Yeah, at this point, wouldn't that name be the same as Hitler? Like, let's just get rid of Rothschild. You know? Well,
0: I mean, if, when you own a percentage of everything, uh, much like Soros, it's you'll never hear. I mean, you never hear besides the truth thing about the Rothschilds. That's I crazy. mean, dude, the, I mean, if you if you can buy into they they funded Hitler, these people could be could be some of the most destructive groups. And it's just like they're players. They are, they are a group of a lot of people. The The Rothschilds have become the boogeymen. Yeah. We've made, they are the ones, they are the face of the boogeymen. You don't talk about the royal family in England. You don't talk about, I mean, we talk somewhat about the, the Roman Catholic Church, but we talk about them in terms of like pedophiles, but we don't talk about their connection. Black nobility, we want to do a podcast on that. I mean, you know, a lot of that crazy shit and how like this, there are some that think that they're even above the Rothschilds, that the Rothschilds take all the, the, the beating and they're really the, the just the, the, the paper pushers of these even bigger people, you know?
1: How do you stop yourself from falling down the rabbit hole? Cause as you can I see, love it. I don't, I we, run. We, we're all about it. We're trying to get as deep down to the, when there is no more daylight, it's just a pin. I want to look
0: eye to eye to pin, with Pindar. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I, I'm wondering how, do, where do you pull the rip cord? Because I know as you see, you go down this, it's a sex cult. Oh, it's attached to the Rothschilds. You go in deep enough. Well,
2: You're, the, the, the place where I had this, I think you have to stop before you hit the bottom because it's just blackness and it's nihilism and then you don't want to do anything ever again because you know that the truth is so horrible and you didn't want to believe it. You know, there's a, that's the difference between taking the red pill, like in the matrix where you, your eyes are open and taking the black pill where you're like, okay, nothing matters anymore. Everything is corrupt. Um, but the black pill, I guess, or that part in this story is when you actually look at at what Alison Mack and Keith Raniere were being charged for, it was child trafficking. And that's not something the media was reporting on. At and all. I do not know why. But yes, when you look at the, the U.S. codes that were put on their their depositions, it was for child trafficking, trafficking by force, and slavery. So that's messed up.
0: Yeah. And why, who,
2: why did the media leave that out? I don't know.
0: And who do we have associated with it? Is Maria Brahmovic? Is that how you pronounce her name? I'm sure I butchered oh,
2: it. Oh, Ma- Marina Abramovich. Yeah. And that was that was just a, a picture that Alison Mack had tweeted out, was just a picture of Marina Abramovich, who was associated with the, the kind of the Pizzagate, John Podesta emails that went out and spirit cooking and all. It just yeah, that's a that's a whole different rabbit hole, right?
0: And then we have a WikiLeaks connection in that, you know, MIA, this whole thing came out about this key code and how there was all this really something about the cleanse and that they thought that WikiLeaks was going to drop it. And then, you know, um, Julian Assange tweets the uh, MIA paper planes video, which then the next day, which is interesting, the next day passports couldn't work. Remember? And what do you need to get on plain paper paper planes and that was all because they thought some people were trying to get out of the country and that's why they had to shut down the the whole thing so then you had MIA saying to the Brothman, because she was married to a Brothman, that these sisters were trying to come for her kids and you can't take she was like you can't take my kids what did she know
1: Jesus Christ this is this is craziest. Like if this was a movie, I'd be like, this is a bullshit
0: plot. Man. Yeah. I ain't buying this, but it's, they're all connected, dude. This
2: and is... one of the Bronfman sisters was married to, um,
0: Drumroll please. He,
2: he was the, the Libyan uh, a Libyan revolutionary.
0: Yeah. Guy. He wanted, yeah. he
2: wanted the revolution in, uh, in Libya. His last name is Igtet. I can't remember his first name now. Oh, my God. Um, But he was pushing for this Libyan revolution, just like Hillary Clinton. And now he said he'll probably be the next president of Libya. So, right, when you think of everything that happened with Hillary Clinton and how she might be connected to the Bronfman's, and now just that Bronfman's husband just happens to be the next president of (sighs) Libya, it kind of seems like a setup, right?
0: (sighs) Unbelievable, dude. Unbelievable. It's just, like, right in your face. Do you think— that a, a lot of this is coming out because of this new law that Trump pushed. This, which law? anti-trafficking law, which basically is that they can take all of your uh, assets, and now there's this real push to take out trafficking. And, of course, whenever you say this, everyone says Trump with Jeffrey... Uh, Jeffrey... Uh, what's his name? The, the Epstein. Epstein. And then you'd brought up that they'd basically... There's only one, there was supposedly only one time that they hung out and that Trump actually kicked him out of his, his, um, hotels. Do you know anything about that?
2: I don't know a lot about that. I know that I, I know that there were a lot of people who knew Jeffrey Epstein and that was because he was a big businessman, right? So, anyone in business probably had some sort of connection. Like there was Richard Branson and all sorts of names that knew Jeffrey Epstein or had been to his island, even Stephen Hawking. Now, is Stephen Hawking a pedophile? Well, probably not, right? But Jeffrey Epstein was. But the people who were closely related to Jeffrey Epstein, who had been on his plane multiple times, that's where you kind of have to go, like, okay, there there might be something there like bill clinton for example was on jeffrey epstein's plane called the lolita express like 20 times or something like that
0: yeah it's so crazy dude well what a great we love having you on i hope i wasn't too uh dirty or uh, american american we always love having you on i'm always watching your videos you are one of my News sources that I use to uh, find out what's going on there. I think you're doing great. Is there anything Thank you want? Pu- I hope you enjoy my dollar that I spend on your Patreon every month.
2: I do. Thank you very much.
0: Enjoy it. Um, anything you want to push before we say goodbye?
2: Um, no. And just so you know, every dollar you give me is worth a little bit more because of the Canadian exchange rate. Boom. So you're actually donating like $1.25.
0: You are welcome. <laughs> Well, we love you very much on the show, Truth Cat. Keep up the good work, and we will see you again, hopefully sooner than later. Sounds great. Thank you. Take care. Well, Guys, that was great. Let's get into our uh, final, everyone's favorite segment on the show. Aaron. Real quick. Don't be an idiot. Hey, Aaron, well, you better be sick, dead, or mute, Aaron. You done messed up, Aaron. You filthy animal. Aaron, thoughts? I just have a couple uh, factual corrections. Uh, It's the Symbionese Liberation Army. Okay, that's where I was wrong. Thank you.
1: That's Chris Hardwick's mother in law, by the way, Patty Hurst.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. Uh, And uh, the Jodie
1: Foster movie is The Accused. Okay. But what we were talking
0: about, any thoughts on that?
1: I don't understand cults. Uh, I'm in the middle of leaving a softball team right now. That's how
0: little I like to be. You're quitting the team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Oh, just. Like Are you a... just too lazy to be in a cult? Oh no. no. Boom! Drop it. Because no. I
1: got a buddy, uh, Juan De Niro, starting a cult. Actually. Really? He's he's, uh, he's going to become the lazy Buddha. Yeah. He's just going to lay around until people think he's holy, and then they're going to bring him offerings. So.
0: Sounds like it's going to go well, guys. Another great show. Thank you for all the support. June first, Cobbs, June second, Sacramento Punchline. Get your tickets now. Support and love, and we will see you guys on the other side.